0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.
0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff.
1: Conservative, not bitter indeed. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk, and I'm your host, Todd Huff. It's a pleasure, as always, to be here. As you know, we are broadcasting. um, Our schedule's a little bit different because of our launching of the Truth Tour, and so I'm uh, broadcasting this a little bit earlier than... Um, what we have maybe done in the past, so some of the things that we are, uh, I guess, dealing uh, with, you know, in, in politics and so forth, they may be um, the timing may affect what I what I know now might be different from what's going on, uh, you know, regarding these races and so forth with. Virginia's governor and, of course, New Jersey's governor, which they've now even now called uh, the New Jersey governor for the Democrat. But the 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 election, the election and what we saw on election night here a couple of nights ago was um, was devastating to the left. Absolutely, positively devastating for the left. Um, they really have. The, the races they won, they were supposed to win by bigger margins. The folks that were on the radical left, I'm thinking about this uh, mayor of Buffalo who won the Democratic primary, but then uh, the more moderate Democrat won um, on as a write-in candidate, right? So we have all these things, ballot initiatives for defunding the police, that thankfully lost. Um, and it was just a resounding defeat, all the way down to school board. I mean, folks are winning school board elections now, um, and it's because, because of um, things that are being taught in the schools and, and the issues that matter. And we're being told, and this is what I want to get to today. I told you yesterday uh, that we were going to have a guest, Dan Ferreira, who's a teacher um, at Albemarle was a teacher at Albemarle County Schools in uh, Virginia, we'll get him on in just a moment. But I want to set this up a little bit because Nicole Wallace on MSNBC, and not just Nicole Wallace, also I've seen uh, Yamiche Alcindor, who's one of the members of the White House Press Corps, um, asking questions, basically saying that um, this narrative of critical race theory being an actual issue in schools is false. It's it's Republicans lying and voters being too stupid to understand the truth and the difference. And so as I've heard this, this is a recurring thing because whenever the Democrats lose an election, especially something as embarrassing as this, right? I mean, this has been at least 12 months in the making. Folks voted for Biden and they didn't actually vote for Biden. A lot of folks voted against Trump, and now they're seeing what Biden and folks that believe the things Biden believes and has the worldview that that Biden has. They see what happens when that's implemented across the country, and it's devastating, right? I mean, open borders uh, problems, worse problems in Afghanistan. Um, you know, economic problems, inflation, stagflation, all this sort of stuff happening. And then on top of that, the crazy stuff that's being taught or pushed upon us uh, in our school systems. This all filters down from the top, from the radical left. This is not being brought to you courtesy of the Republican Party. I'm not a, I'm not a defender of the Republican Party all the time, but they're not the ones that are ushering this stuff in. And so the narrative now is that critical race theory is is made up. Republicans were able to successfully use that issue to get votes um, basically by lying to people. And so I I thought it would make sense to bring in someone who would actually tell us, and I'm going to welcome to the program Dan Ferrero, who was a middle school teacher in Albemarle County Schools in Virginia, which I understand is near or outside of uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, and so Dan is on the pr- uh, phone with me now. Dan, welcome to the program. We want to hear about your story today. How are you?
2: Hey, Todd, thanks for having me. Um, I'm doing really well. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: just interested that I'm, I'm kind of looking back over this stuff again. And Well, yeah, what had happened to me was I was, I guess, an early uh, person from it before they had, I guess, generated a playbook on how to deal with uh, with teachers that were not interested in indoctrinating the students.
1: So let's. my first question to you is when you hear these pundits, Nicole Wallace, uh, Yamiche, Cinder now, and there's lots of others, when you hear them say critical race theory isn't really a thing, it isn't an issue, it's not being taught anywhere in Virginia, maybe they say anywhere, period, um, what's your response to that? I mean, w- would you say that they're right or are you saying your experience was something altogether different?
2: Oh, first of all, th- those specific people, if I was speaking with them, I'd say, how would you possibly know what's going on inside of a school <laughs> in Virginia? And then right. uh, really, you know, the, the concept of it, that not existing, no, it, it's completely false. Um, in my experience uh, and others, of course, but my personal experience is that They may um, say they're not doing it, but they'll call it something else, Uh, even if it's the same acronym, but different, you know, mean to different things, like for instance, culturally responsive teaching Mm -hmm. is another CRT. And so that way, when I complain or tell people that, you know, the teachers that are still there, they have training on CRT, it's so obvious, they'll say, oh, that's not what CRT means. It doesn't mean critical race theory. It means culturally responsive teaching which is really just the, another way of
1: saying it. That's right. And so critical race theory at its core is essentially it's not just and this is this is misrepresented by the the media and the and the left as well. They act like the choice and it's a false choice. They act like the choice is to either teach the things America has done in its past that that have been racist from slavery to the way that you know things were um, you know, what life was like prior to the civil rights movement and all these sorts of things. They say you either teach America's, you know, not so flattering racial history or um, you, you you teach critical race theory. But critical race theory is much more than that. It's, it's teaching people that they're uh, more different than they're alike. It's teaching people that race is the ultimate identifier, and I think it's used to get people to hate the founding principles of this nation so that we can replace this nation with something more, as they would say, progressive, which of course is more regressive. So you saw this on the front lines. I mean, I, I, tell us, let, let, let's go through your story. You um, you saw some curriculum or just a, a new teaching approach, maybe paint the picture of what happened um, and then what actually Got you into trouble, I guess. Okay.
2: Well, um, the actual school division uh, verbiage for it, right, is that um, I had violated multiple school board uh, violations, had occurred essentially because I had um, expressed a disagreement with curriculum to families without sharing concerns. Uh, to the Henley Middle School administration prior to sending. Um, And so that refers to an email that I sent to um, the parents of the group of students that I I was teaching for um, in in the morning when they come in, like basically the homeroom or that we call it advisory section, which is supposed to be to help them um, throughout their day and and work with them on communicating with other teachers and things to help them uh, learn how to navigate their, their lives in in, in the school, but they also want to make sure they have some other things there. Well, what they decided to do was let's get these, um, these lessons uh, in there that are going to help kids work through identity um, and their sense of belonging and all these things that kids in middle school struggle with um, through the lens of specific slides that the principal would put out um, with short notice, claiming to the parents that, oh, no, no, everything was done ahead of time when, in fact, the teachers, we were getting it just, you know, days before. And so I saw that and what was coming up next. I talked about some of the things in the slides, the Google slides that we're supposed to go through and saw what was coming next. What was next was Ibram X. Kendi saying that um, America is a dangerous and racist uh, country that... We've got to protect students from and protect them from understanding uh, that the, the the past does have something to do with the future. Of course, these are the people that recommend tearing down monuments and statues of the past.
1: So really quickly, what, what, what age student were you teaching?
2: Um, these would be middle school, uh, seventh grade. So we're talking about, say, 12,
1: 13-year-olds, 12 and 13-year-olds. And this Kendi is, I mean, radical. I mean, he is off the charts radical, and this is in your curriculum. And he's also involved with the the notion, the concept. I mean, he's one of the people that's involved with promoting and teaching critical race theory. Am I right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the the defense is that, oh, no, no, that's recommended reading, but that's not in the curriculum. In fact, CRT is not a curriculum. Well, it's interesting because in the discipline documents, uh, for me, they, they've used the term curriculum multiple times. This is before they found out that their unofficial leaders uh, in the extreme left don't want schools to call it curriculum. They didn't know that yet, I guess, is what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. because these are not these are not individualized school decisions. These are broad-reaching things to reach as much as the young societies as they can to change their opinions and their minds about America right. to a destructive opinion and to feel like they've got to tear it down in order to make it better. And so they followed the likes of Ibram X. Kendi and uh, this other one, Singleton, and several of these race-baiting hucksters that have come in at the right time to cash in on this whole concept of people, i got to say, dumb people, that are willing to say that, oh, yes, my people are very oppressive to everyone else, and I feel guilty about that. So I want to tell everybody and tell the kids especially to treat people based on race first. Look through the lens of race because if you look like this person and have, you know, that race, well, we're going to flip it around. That used to be the, the dominant race, but it's no fair. We want the undergroup, the oppressed to become the oppressors instead. And that's what it's all about. And They want to change the the entire way America is and it's anti-American and anti-Christian.
1: That's right. And so you you saw this curriculum coming and you thought to yourself, okay, I don't this is this is stuff that I'm not comfortable with. I don't like. You wanted to get some input from the parents on this, which is really, I mean, it's the antithesis of what Governor McCall, well, former Governor McAuliffe wanted, which was he said that parents shouldn't be telling teachers what to uh, teach in schools, but you're trying to actually figure out how to navigate this and, and, you know, get feedback from your parents, which I think is a good thing. So you did that and then, and then kind of explain what happened.
2: Right. So I, I did that and it so happens that there was one parent that had already bought this garbage hook, line and sinker for themselves. I guess I wasn't counting on it because I, I had known some of the students. Uh, it was the spring by then. I actually thought that parents would be appreciative and say, oh, wow, I didn't realize they were doing this. Well, what happened was the one who's already bought this stuff and really enjoys it was had a complaint, just went to the principal and said, hey, did you, you, you don't know if he knows, but the teacher sent this email. And he's disagreeing with the curriculum in the email. You know, I was being turned in. So what, uh, what did you
1: say in the email? I mean, what what was the the gist of it? <laughs>
2: the gist is that it, it it's just, you know, hey, parents, uh, just a quick note here. Um, you may have noticed some things that your student was talking about at school uh, with part of these uh, critical, or not critical, these co- courageous conversations at school. Um, and I explained what some of it was that we talked about a couple of these things in this concept, but coming up next, a little bit controversial, I believe, and I'm not sure how to approach it other than to let you know this is required teaching. I don't know if you were allowed to opt out of it or if you knew about it ahead of time, but this is what's going to be happening in the next few days. And I did not go to the administrator and say, I want to question this or ask this or anything like that. Um, So they had tracked all my emails and they said that, well, here's an email from a parent that you spoke with. That um, had said that they didn't have they can't believe that the parents didn't know about it and they would have opted out if they knew about this and then you took that upon yourself to tell all the other parents that they didn't have the opportunity of that when in fact they did and then later it was exposed that um, this this principal and another teacher they basically were in agreement in another parent meeting where they had said that. No, they can't be opting out of it because it's so important. This work is going to be infused mm. throughout all the subjects.
1: Mm-hmm. And so um, the, but again, they didn't want people yeah, knowing. I mean, it sounds right. like they didn't want people knowing what they were trying to sneak in and, and subtly That's teach right. the students, which is a major problem.
2: Yeah, even to an extent. of uh, In one slide, there was something that was seen the eighth grade parents had gotten that um, leaked out as well. And it, it said that what you talk about here in this classroom about this, you should not talk about outside this classroom because it would be out of context. <laughs> in other words, don't tell your parents the things that we're talking about. Oh my gosh. But that got out to the parents. So Henley middle school in Albemarle County, Virginia had a big mess and they thought we got to get Ferrero out of this because he's the one who's leaked everything. He's the instigator. He's brought Breitbart into it. He's brought everybody into it. <laughs> but actually I did not speak to anyone at Breitbart, uh, until after some of the things had leaked out. And then I was approached at like, my goodness, wait a minute. Is this, do you know about this? And I was like, yeah, let me tell you what happened. What do you have? And yes. we compared things and they had stuff that didn't even come from me, it came from some other teacher who was able to keep themselves hidden somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, it was a huge controversy. And, you know, it ended with right off to the superintendent and the school board, every appeal, saying, no, uh, Mr. Furr, that's not what happened. You were not let go based on your ideology, which they called it an ideology. I never said ideology. All I wanted to do was actually just partner up with parents and say, how can someone work through this? There's got to be some good things. The people did a lot of work to put this together. I don't know. And at the time, I didn't know much about, um, well, it's hard to say, Dr. Mm-hmm. Kendi, but Ibram X. Kendi. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know much about it. I said, you know what? These people, they put some work into this. There's got to be some good substances. Let's work together and see what we can do. But it apparently wasn't, you know, accepting of it. And, you know, that's where you can expressed disagreement with curriculum Mm -hmm. uh, to families is what they basically said, which meant that in that one action, I had violated um, professional behavior, unsatisfactory work performance, insubordination, (laughs) uh, failure to follow a supervisor's instruction. You know, anything that could remotely think about. Yeah, to keep yeah. a secret. But basically, I didn't keep a secret that I didn't even know was supposed to be a secret because I thought we were a public school.
1: That's right. So, Dan, I, I told you I, I thought we could do this. I, I need to take a break. Can you can you sit with me and, and maybe wrap up here in the next segment with us?
2: Sure. Thank you, Ted.
1: Okay, so we're going to take a timeout, folks, and I going to have Dan tell maybe a little bit more about it, the rest of his story and just, again, the context here – is that we're being told, and this is coming next, this is this is the Democrats and the media doing damage control, trying to explain away what happened in this particular election where they got shellacked, they got shellacked, and they're trying to find a way to prevent this from happening in November of next year in the 2022 midterms because they know what's coming. So they have to say this stuff's being made up by conservatives, by Republicans, by apparently by teachers like, like Dan. He must just be making this up completely out of whole cloth here because uh, critical race theory is taught nowhere. It doesn't even exist. I mean, it's a remarkable thing, folks. So talk about those things after the break. Sit tight back here in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB-approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. (laughs) friends welcome back i'm with dan ferrero he was a public school teacher at albemarle county schools in virginia and i use that in past tense because that's what he uh, was before he got himself into hot water over this critical race theory stuff and when we left off we talked about how dan had simply tried to involve the parents you know hey this is coming up this is a difficult subject to to talk about, to be honest, I don't really know what to do. Um, he had mentioned that there was at least at one point in time, an up, you know, the opting out situation, which again, it seems like to me parents should, uh, you know, need to be aware of. And that's kind of where this, we, we left off. So then after, after a, a parent who actually is apparently a critical race theory believer, I guess, Um, someone who's all about this being taught. They went to the principal. Then you got in trouble. There were meetings and reviews and that sort of thing. I guess walk us through what happened next.
2: Okay, so um, what happened was there was one thing simultaneously. First of all, outside of what was going on with me, the principal and the school division was trying desperately to mold the narrative within the media um, to stay ahead of, what I was saying publicly, um, and also the meetings that we were having were giving me the alleged opportunity to hear what I did wrong. And then I would get the opportunity at those meetings to, I guess, um, state my side of things. Um, but they, they really weren't interested in that. They just needed to go through a series of processes before they could get me out. The thing was, they wanted me to quit. They, this is what they do in school. They say, you know, we're just thinking in different ways. You know, we should part past this point. You know, we'll give you an opportunity to resign. And that way, it won't be on your your uh, mm-hmm. human resources file that uh, you, you know, didn't renew your contract, which is a deadly sin in uh, public schools, apparently, is the question on applications that say, has your uh, contract ever been non-renewed? But they also say, have you been given the opportunity to resign facing a non-renewal. So it's it's going to be found out anyway. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is it's not it's not such a big threat uh, as they, they believe it to be. So the idea is if you disagree with one public school, then you'll probably be out of all, all of them, which is the truth. That did happen to me. So the thing about it is every day I'd have to go in and teach the kids, um, like the last six weeks or so, I was still working uh, with students, and I wasn't allowed to teach these uh, controversial topics because I called them controversial. Now the mm-hmm. kids were still getting it. They just brought someone else in to do the indoctrination. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the librarian at one point was really upset that I'd said that to someone, and she said, "We are certainly not indoctrinating." And I said, "Then why, you know, why can't I be in the classroom with my students?" And I never got a response mm-hmm. um, about that. So yeah, it it just didn't go anywhere, um, and it just was meant to waste time. But they really did not want to put that on a school board uh, agenda that, um, you know, the staff actions that they have to report. They report the comings and goings and terminations and stuff like that. And they couldn't report mine because then they'd be admitting that I was let go over critical race theory. So they decided to just go with a school board policy violation. But the thing is, the biggest violation they could find was a 2019 new policy that was essentially the policy that was putting CRT into the school division, you know? So that, <laughs> Which didn't how exist. How is that surprising? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it didn't exist. And if it didn't exist, <laughs> yeah. And so it's been months and months of that since then. And anyhow, <laughs> here I am looking back at it, working um, in, in a different school that, that's not part of the public schools. Um, but of course, there's, there's a whole other dilemma that, that would be going on with that. But for the critical race theory part, it definitely exists. It's there. I went through it because of a great deal of pain to myself and my family going through this and caused me a major uh, pay cut. Increase of benefits to the, the point where I no longer can use my employer for my family's benefits. It goes to my wife's employer who happens to be working for a grocery store um, doing some really you know heavy manual labor. And things like that it used to be, that was just a little a part-time job for her. But she's had to take on a more uh, a bigger role to get insurance for our families because it's just so so expensive um, at this new um, school I'm working for. It's a very low-budget uh, facility, anyhow. But so, all that is because there's no such thing as critical race theory. I, I don't think so.
1: So let me ask you this: so the, the parents in that that school district, or not just the parents, but the taxpayers, the voters. Um, are were they – what's the breakdown of people that thought critical race theory would be a great thing to teach versus people that would be very upset with this? What, what's your, uh, I guess, assessment of that?
2: Well, in Albemarle County, um, there's a lot of people that – their livelihood is tied into state functions um, and um, like large institutions like the University of Virginia – Um, and the medical community there, and a lot of things were, well, they've had to keep a good uh, political stance um, to make sure that they're not canceled, you know, if they disagree with it. So a lot of people said that we don't on the surface disagree with these issues um, that exist. We just disagree with maybe the approach and maybe not bringing it to where we could work as a community to come up with some of these things before just putting it into the students. So that was an overall consensus. So they were talking about they wanted to have a seat at the table and I guess a much more um, calm and negotiating matter. So where I live, the next county over, which is across the mountain, um, in Augusta County, Mm -hmm. is a more rural area. Mm -hmm. Um, Much People are much more um, straight up with what they're going to say. They're tied into um, their livelihoods based on you know, their own things. They're not as much tied into it as in that Charlottesville uh, area, and so they're a little bit more direct, and they're a little bit like, "Oh no, we are not going to bring this into our school." Mm-hmm. So I've been working on both sides of the mountain, um, trying to get it to not come to the other side where I live. That's right. <laughs> and to expose it on the side that's already there, and it's it's a really tough tough thing. So. I was spending a lot of time lately at um, school board meetings and talking to other parents in the community and trying to come up with, like, what, what are they going to do next? What, what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And because I've said before, all the different school boards in the country have been doing pretty much the same script, uh, especially if they're in a, in a blue state mm-hmm. and there's Democrat control because the Democrats have been pushing this new world order business as much as they possibly can um, during the, the Trump presidency because it, it disrupted their plans. It was supposed to take a lot longer to make America a um, socialist <laughs> nation. And so now it's not happening because the pendulum went all the way through and people saw what it was on all kinds of sides of it. So between the two counties that I'm involved with, um, they're both in a position where they're like up in arms about this and they don't want it. But some of the parents initially tried to say that, um, like, I don't understand. They were concerned about that whole cancel culture thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think as it got louder, um, the group that started over there got much louder and they started about things. Um, and, and now they, they got themselves um, into the school board game a bit. And so on both sides of the mountain, I was helping people support um, new candidates for school board to get the incumbents away from mm-hmm. it. Because on both sides, You've had uncontested school board mm-hmm. elections for many years. Um, people have it, have it backwards, um, and now they figured it out. They, they have it backwards in terms of everyone's so concerned about who's the president of the United States without barely paying a glance to who is in charge of the curriculum at their local school, mm-hmm. which is actually where it's much more dangerous to our society to look the other way, and that's how we got into this mess. So, right really- people have waken up now.
1: That that you're exactly right on that. So in, you know, at the final minute here, um, and, and we'll we'll let you uh, go. But final minute or so here, what advice would you have, especially after hearing you say that you were involved in, you know, getting people, you know, campaigning and so forth for school board? What advice do you have for uh, taxpayers, voters, parents across the country as it pertains to? Um, their local school board, and, and just what points or, or tips and advice do you have uh, for fee- uh, for folks that would be listening today that don't want this uh, to become a problem in their local district?
2: I would say this um, read up and show up, meaning read up on these controversial issues with schools because if you um, learn about what happened in one place, be it Albemarle, Virginia, or um, Loudon, Virginia, or other states as well, um, where it's going on, you'll see that we're talking about the same script. We're talking about CRT. We're talking about um, conversations that uh, they believe are necessary for everyone to have and all this, this things to, to say that there's an issue. Like the, the, per, the principal at my school, it said the only purpose um, is to bring awareness to these kinds of issues. And, um, you know, the idea of being anti-racism is not an attack on political or religious beliefs. It's just what's necessary for, you know, kids these days, you know, to, to say in, in shorthand. But um, it it means that it, it takes a long time. They, they say they want to eliminate racism in schools. Well, now, wait a minute. If there's racism in schools, what? why So or, or, you're saying you're the administrator of the schools and there's racism in the schools well couldn't you just end it then if it's actually racism in the schools and they if you corner them on that they'll jump another direction and say oh that's not what we're talking about so this whole thing is word soup um from the extreme left that is now you know starting to be put on check with recent elections and stuff and um what i would say is when you read up Know what you're talking about. That way when you show up to the school board meetings to say um, what you think you want to see in the classrooms, remind them who they work for. Remind Mm -hmm. them that the school boards work for the communities and they should be representing the communities. And take some of them out of it and tell them that you're going to take them out of it. Month after month, we show up in Augusta County and we look over what we think is going to happen next. Because I'll tell you, Loudoun County, Virginia, seems to have the debate just ahead of everywhere else in Virginia and the country. So if you see what's going on in Loudon, loud and you know, well, let me see, what are they going to talk about and say, do not implement this. We don't want this. And we even bring into the factor of, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Is there something in it? You know, are you being paid off? Whatever we can think of to disrupt it. That's what you should be doing. And then, um, also be running for school board to take over those seats when they come up, know the rules, know, um, Who can qualify to take over? um, Know when the the seats are going to be up. Don't let people run uncontested. And we still had someone run uncontested, and I'm very disappointed in that. We just didn't have someone in that area Mm -hmm. um, to contest at the time. But um, just, you have to do that. You have to be there. You have to make them do their work. For years, a lot of school boards have not done anything other than be yes men to the superintendents that they hired. So they've got it all backwards. The superintendent is running through um, the departments of education, who get monies from federal, and they have monies from state purposes that require them to do certain things. That's right. And they're not very clear to the public.
1: And, and that's right. That's
2: what it comes down. to. And they're
1: very liberal. And I've got to very liberal. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I, thank you so much, uh, Todd. I appreciate you having me on. But Let's, yeah, that, that's the best way to say it at the end, isn't it? They're very liberal. They are.
1: And I appreciate you and what you've done. And um, thank you so much for sharing, Dan. Have a great day. Got to take a break here, folks. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. We could
1: all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy to understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now.
0: The printing industry has changed a lot since we opened for business in 1931. But what our clients expect from us really hasn't changed. Quality print fast turnaround, and competitive prices. We've learned a lot at Molar Printing over 86 years and 3 generations. Why not put that experience to work for you? Call 317-353-2224 and mention discount code RADIO to receive 10% off your first order. Call Molar Printing at 317-353-2224. <laughs>
1: I will leave it up to you to decide whether or not critical race theory or even other things that are being taught in our schools or things that are pushed into, well, curriculum or just the overall policies and procedures and so forth that our schools are actually being taught or if what the media is telling us is true or not, which... (laughs) It's hard to even say. I, I literally, as I was uttering those words, I had to fight off the urge to chuckle because these folks are professional deceivers. They are, I mean, folks, they they are good at what they do. We have to acknowledge that. And I, and I don't mean good in the sense, no, there's good school board members. I don't mean to say that. There's good teachers. I'm not sick. But I'm talking about the woke uh, infiltrators who are trying to, basically use their role almost as a bit of a Trojan horse to sneak in there and to further their leftist agenda. I don't know what the percentage of these people are. Uh, I'm not suggesting it's the majority, but oftentimes it's people with power. Oftentimes it's people with influence. Oftentimes it's people that know how to, I don't know, manipulate or to get people to go along without really telling them the full story or to win an election, right, right? Again, not all people that hold these positions are bad. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I am saying is that we know definitively that there are people out there that use the opportunities and the power that they have, whether it be an elected official, be a superintendent, principal, teacher, whatever. If they're truly woke to use that as a platform to infiltrate and shh, not tell anybody, not don't talk about them. Remember Dan said that don't. Don't talk about these things at home because that's out of context. Your parent your parents won't understand. Your parents are so stupid and not with it, they won't have the slightest idea the sophisticated concepts and ideas we're discussing here. And you're just you're stupid enough, you can't explain it to them. You're gonna go home and you're not gonna be able to communicate really how brilliant what we're teaching you is and how true it is. Well, they don't they don't like the word true, by the way. Anyhow. I'll let you decide whether or not that's happening. But I tell you, maybe it's not happening in your district, but it's happening in a lot of places. We've got to be on the guard, on the alert. Quick timeout. Sorry it's a short segment. I wanted to get as much of Dan's uh, conversation in with us. Got to take a break. Back in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friends. So, just the waning, waning moments of the program. Waning moments of the week. Um, I am going to be out. Actually, my wife and I are going to be out Monday and Tuesday. And then I'll be back in here on Wednesday. I just thought I should let you know that. Um, Working on uh, getting a couple of, of guest hosts to, uh, to fill in for those, those two days, but we'll be back on, on Wednesday. I do want to say in, in closing, I, I think you know I, I, the left does things better than us. Now, they don't have a better understanding of truth. They don't have better ideas. They're, they're not more consistent with the Constitution. In fact, what they're talking about today, the radical left, is truly the antithesis of our Constitution. They're not on the right side of freedom and liberty and all that. They're, they're wrong on a lot of things, but they do things well. They market well. They organize well. And, folks, they are relentless. They're relentless. We have to match that intensity. We do. And I liked Dan's advice. And I don't know who needs to hear this. I'm just I'm wondering. I'm thinking there's somebody out there listening to my voice right now that needs to hear Dan's advice on Just getting involved and maybe running for school board, or if nothing else, organizing and finding people uh, to, to challenge the status quo and to make things better. So I appreciate that advice. Quick timeout. Be back here in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. We could all use
1: some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. All right, folks, that is all the time I have. I want to mention this, too. I should have mentioned this earlier in the program. It's Shepherd Community, which, of course, you know um, I'm a big fan of what they do there, what they're doing. We need more folks like this. They have a virtual banquet, a virtual banquet um, that on Friday there's three options that you can choose from, different things that you can take a look at that Shepherd does. One of those is supporting physical and mental health. One is engaging deeper in our neighborhood. The other is empowering neighbors to acquire sustainable jobs. You can sign up. You can sign up by visiting them online. And that link, my friends, is Shepherd shepherdcommunity.org slash banquet2021. shepherdcommunity.org slash banquet2021. Gotta go. SDG, take care.
0: Writing is tough. But you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.